Hello everybody and welcome back to Don't Burst My Bubble with me, your host, Josh Ascroft. In today's episode of the show, we're going to be breaking down all of the games that happened yesterday as well as giving you a brief uh, update on all the series that we have going on so far, the games that will be going on today, as well as telling you about the injuries that you need to know about because we have, I mean, one glaring injury that we need to talk about as well as one with Damian Lillard too. So without further ado, let's get right into things. This is Don't Burst My Bubble. So let's start today's episode as we always do with an injury update. So to kick things off, Milwaukee Bucks at Orlando Magic. Giannis is listed as probable. Apparently he has a contusion in his left calf, but will likely play. On the Magic side of the ball, Aaron Gordon still out, as is Mo Bamba, Michael Carter-Williams, and Jonathan Isaac. For Indiana at Miami, Jeremy Lamb is out, as is DeMontis Sabonis. No change there, unfortunately. On the Miami Heat side of the ball, Jay Crowder and Derek Jones Jr. are both listed as questionable, both having left ankle sprains. For the Houston at OKC game, Russell Westbrook remains out with a right quad strain. Uh, It seems that he is improving. Uh, We've heard from the team that Westbrook is not able to to practice, but he has been working out. He has been getting a couple of shots up. He's not able to practice with the team as of yet. I think if the Rockets end up going up 3-0, then there's no way that we see him for the rest of this series. Uh, likely we'll start seeing him in the second round. For LA at Portland, both Anthony Davis and LeBron listed as quest- uh, as probable. Sorry, Rajon Rondo still listed as questionable. For the Trailblazers, Zach Collins is out. He has a left ankle stress reaction that he is having to have surgery on and is out for the rest of the season. The Blazers are without Zach Collins just after he's returned from injury as well. So that's a real hit for them in that forward position. Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum both available. CJ suffered that uh, issue with his back. And Dame uh, dislocated his left index finger. Looks like that's been straightened out. Probably going to be relatively painful for him to play with that. But we know that that is not going to stop Damian Lillard. So you can expect him out on the floor today. As for the games that went on yesterday, I mean, there were some surprises, but nothing too close other than the Celtics Sixers, which was a really close game. Let's kick things off. Raptors and Nets, not much to talk about here. Raptors um, continue to play astounding defense. They always have new guys stepping up for them. Fred Van Fleet continues to score the, uh, the ball really well with 22 points. Siakam probably had his best offensive game um, so far that we've seen in, in the playoffs, he had 26 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists. Serge Ibaka also had 20 points. On the Nets side of the ball, Karis LeVert had 15. Tyler Johnson had 23. And of course, it's worth noting now, Joe Harris has, you know, he's left the bubble. Nets looking like they're likely going to be swept here as Toronto now leads 3-0. Nuggets Jazz. The Jazz take a commanding victory to go up 2-1 in the series, winning 124-87. to The Nuggets unable to get anything going offensively, with Jokic being the top scorer on the team with just 15 points. 
Michael Porter Jr. struggles once again from the field with just seven. Jamal Murray, another inconsistent game from him with just 12 points. On the Jazz side of the ball, Donovan Mitchell, a little bit slower on the offensive end yesterday, had 20 points, but obviously really didn't have to play that, ma- uh, that much. Only 27 minutes um, and had 20 points. Rudy Gobert had 24 and 14 in the 32 minutes that he played. Um, and then other than that, just a, a couple of smatterings of points across the board. This Nuggets team, I really just don't think they know who they are, and that's a criticism I had of the Jazz earlier um, in in the season, uh, since we've restarted, that is. Mike Conley also had 27 points, by the way, after the birth of his son. Clearly that helping him out. Um, some definite new motivation there. I think the Jazz have figured out that, like, okay, well, we can play defense when we want to. We have Rudy there for that. And we just need to, like, go crazy on the offensive side of the floor with the limited limited players who they have, um, who have that offensive capability. Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley uh, being the two main ones. Rudy Gobert uh, managing to help out on the offensive end yesterday, which helped a tremendous amount. Uh, with the Nuggets not really being able to do all that much to defend Gobert. I mean, you can kind of put Jokic on him, not, not quite able to contain him yesterday. It was a lot of simple things going right for the Jazz. It was a lot of easy handoff passes to go bare for him to get really easy dunks. Conley just shot the ball really well. Jordan Clarkson didn't even get going. He's usually, um, at least in since the restart, he's been a key scorer for them. But I, I'm confused now because I really thought that the Nuggets were going to walk away with a, a relatively easily victory for this series just given the Jazz's inability on the offensive uh, side of the floor but the Nuggets shot the ball horribly yesterday just 37 and a half percent from the field whereas the Jazz shot 51 uh, the Jazz also shot 48 percent from three which definitely helped matters out there um, they got to the line a lot more they out rebounded them they out assisted they got more steals less turnovers dominated in the paint and the three-point line. The Nuggets just got ran out of the gym yesterday. I don't know how much you can really take away from it on their side of the ball other than you need more consistency from your two, like your your two-man, your three-man, really. You need Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. to have more productivity on the offensive end if you have any hope of winning that series. Celtics Sixers, the Celtics win 102-94. to And what was a nail-biter for the majority of the game the biggest play in my mind came toward the end of the game. Marcus Smart got a incredibly important steal, um, managed to run coast to coast, made the layup, and uh, and won as well. That completely uh, changed the momentum of the game in the last few minutes. The Celtics able to run away with it toward the end. Tatum didn't have his best game by any means, only 15 points and 6 rebounds, but Kemba put on a show with 24 points and 8 rebounds. Um yeah, that's right. You heard me. Kemba Walker had eight rebounds. Uh, he also had four assists. Jalen Brown with 21 points too. Kemba really stepped up yesterday. He hit a dagger step back uh, mid-range jumper over M- uh, over Horford sorry, to really ice the game. And the Sixers are really out of it. Let- let's be honest with ourselves. Embiid had another good performance, 30-13. and 13. No one else really able to put anything together on the offensive end of the floor. You know, 17 points, 15 points here and there. Other than that, nothing. Matisse Thibel had a rough day out. Nine minutes, zeros across the board. 
this Sixes team just needs serious change. I, I don't even know what it is. I think that, I mean, coaching 100%, I don't know what, how big of a change you need to make in the actual locker room. It's just a lot of pieces that don't work together. Like, Al Horford does not fit on this team. Tobias Harris sure doesn't fit on this team for the amount of money that they're paying him. I, I think that Embiid is so broken down at this point from emotionally, that is. His body's fine. He's playing really well. But his mentality yesterday, he said in an interview afterward, you know, I, I don't want to get swept. I'm out here, you know, playing my best. I don't want to get swept. So they've embraced that they're going to lose the series already, and that's no good. I guess I guess they're going into the next game thinking, hey, we want to get a win here so we don't get swept. But they've accepted the fact that they're not going to win the series. And admittedly, no one's come back from a 3-0 deficit. So it, it makes sense. But it's just so much defeat for a team with so much talent, so much potential. Just, just a shame, really, for Philadelphia fans. I, I don't know what to say. I, I'm really happy with how the Celtics are looking. I think that their matchup against the Raptors is going to be an awesome series to watch. I think I'm probably still just about giving the Raptors the edge on that, but going to be a really, really entertaining one. So, uh, the, the final game of the day yesterday was Clippers Mavericks. And all I can say about this game really is Luka Doncic, please, please start wearing some high top shoes. Anything with ankle support would make me incredibly happy. I know you like wearing these Jordan low tops, but the amount of time that I've seen you roll your ankle is ridiculous. So please, wear some higher top shoes. Go see Stephen Curry's ankle specialist that helped him out. That would be great. Because Luka is essential to this series. There's no way that the Mavs are going to take a game without him. As well as Porzingis has been playing, there's no way they can do it. Kawhi Leonard had a phenomenal performance last night, putting up 36 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists. So very nearly a 36-point triple-double for Kawhi there. Paul George continues to be playoff P, just 11 points. He did have 9 rebounds and 7 assists, but continues to have real shooting woes. Um, Marcus Morris had 14 points. He was able to do a pretty competent job of uh, defending Luka throughout the game. Uh, Luka came out of the game with a triple-double, but he only had 13 points. He had 13 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Paul Zingas had 30 po uh, 34 points and 13 rebounds. Other than that, Hardaway Jr. put up 22, as did Seth Curry. My question for the Mavs, really, is after Luka rolled his ankle and you were down a good, you know, 10, 12 points, it didn't seem... There was a chance the Mavs could have won that game. There was a chance. The Clippers completely dominated them in the second quarter, up 45 to 31, so not even close. The Mavericks actually scored really well in the fourth. But without Luka, it just doesn't mean anything. But what I want to know is, why was Luka put back out there? Why risk that ankle? And I think it's because he's such a winner. He just wants to win. I don't think Luka can handle sitting out. I think that he wants to do everything that he possibly can for his team. And by the looks of things, it's a minor sprain. Fingers crossed he's available for Game 4. But it's just not something worth risking. And I, 
it pains me to say because I love watching Luka Doncic play, but you could tell from the second that he got back out there, like that ankle was not in a good place and it wasn't in a good position for him to be playing on. That that was really the story of the game. Uh, the Mavericks were down already at that point. The Clippers did a much better job today of defending, or not today, sorry, yesterday of defending Luka. Uh, the Mavs weren't hitting shots in the same way that we saw in the first two games of the series. Uh, not knocking down as many open looks from the three-point line in comparison to where they were. Clippers just played really good defense. They showed up yesterday. It's a game that I think would have been more competitive had Luka been able to stay in the game for the whole thing. But ultimately, not a bad game by any means for the Mavericks. Kawhi... Proving why he's so dangerous in the playoffs, though. He has another gear that he can turn it on and get to. He can get to any spot on the floor. He really can. Whatever spot he wants to get to, he gets there and he gets open. He gets open looks. Even when he's not open, his contested mid-range game is so good. There's just nothing you can really do about it. But the Mavericks end up going down 2-1 to one in that series. I think likely the Clippers are going to end up winning this one in... Six, I think the Mavs probably still have another win in them, especially if Luka uh, can come back for some point in the series, whether he's available tomorrow or whether he's available uh, for the game after, for game five, is yet to be known. But according to uh, the, the tests that have been run so far, it is a minor ankle sprain. He said himself that it wasn't too bad, so we shouldn't expect anything too serious. I'm just glad that it wasn't a break. Okay, so the games we have coming up today. Bucks Magic, likely going to be another dominant performance by the Bucks. I don't think they're here to mess around anymore. I think they want to get this series over and done with. I think they're embarrassed enough as it is that they even lost game one. Vucevic will probably still come out and have a good game. However, likely the Bucks are going to have another 20-win performance. Pacers Heat, I seriously think that the Heat are going to sweep at this point. They look so good, and it's been a competitive series. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Indiana's absolutely been putting up a fight. In my mind right now, Miami just has a more talented team. If Duncan Robinson can continue to shoot the ball well, if Jimmy Butler can continue to lead, facilitate from inside the paint, if Bam Adebayo can continue to play at the same level he has been doing on both the offensive and defensive ends, then there's no reason why Miami can't win another two games in a row here. I think they look fantastic heading into the next round. I think they'll probably win today. It'll be a close game, though. I think Miami will probably win, like, 108 to 103. After that, we have Rockets Thunder coming up. The Rockets continuing to look dominant, despite the fact that they have no Russell Westbrook on the floor. The Thunder just not able to put out the same efficiency that we saw them with uh, for the, the rest of the season. We know that they're so good in clutch game performances, but they haven't even had an opportunity to be in a clutch game, particularly. The Rockets are so good. They've been shooting the three particularly well, but what has been outstanding to watch has actually been their defense. They've really picked it up on the defensive side of the ball, and James Harden is the guy who's been leading that. So I think that if the Rockets continue to defend at that level, I think they'll probably win in five. I wouldn't put it past the Thunder to steal a game, but at this point, I've completely uh, changed my tune on the, on the Thunder. I thought they had a real chance to win that series, but... I think Rockets in five at this point. I think Rockets likely win today. We'll see what their energy levels are like. They must be getting pretty tired from all this running that they're doing. And finally, Lakers Trailblazers. 
going to be an interesting one. Whether whether the Lakers can uh, get their shooters good open looks and whether they can actually knock down those open looks is, of course, the biggest question. How would the Trailblazers um, deal with definitely not having Collins for the rest of the season? Dame potentially won't shoot the ball as well, given the injury to his finger. It's not his shooting hand, but it is the hand that he's going to be catching the ball with. Um, and guiding the shot so you you could expect that to at least cause him some pain and discomfort while he's shooting the ball but you know that Damian Lillard is going to come out and give it everything that he has Anthony Davis will I assume continue to dominate in the same fashion that he did in game two and I imagine LeBron will continue to facilitate try and build the confidence of his teammates and maybe we'll see more of an offensive performance from him today as well Completely depends how long the Trailblazers are able to hang in this game. Hopefully they make it further than the half this time as opposed to last game. That's going to do it for today's episode of Don't Burst My Bubble. Thank you so much for listening. Always a fun time here. I will be back, of course, tomorrow to break down all the games from today, as well as give you your daily injury report and preview of tomorrow's games. Again, thank you for listening. I will speak to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.